I'm Andrew. That's Rebecca. She's Stacy. And this is Used to Be Cool, the music podcast for people who like discovering new music, talking about old favorites, and sharing songs with the people we love. Dang it, you did it. Hey. You got it. Hey, buddy. Yeah. It had been three in a row that I really botched, but now now we're good again. What are we talking about this week, Rebecca? Oh, is this mine? Oh, no, this is mine. No good. Oh. Yeah, I definitely I did not pick this. This was very then hard. Stacy, yes. what are we talking about so this week? So we are talking about formative music. Mm-hmm. So the music from when you were a youngin that kind of set you on your... Um, defined your musical taste today as a grown person. Mm-hmm. You said you had a hard time with that one? I did. I had a lot to pick from, I guess. Um, music was always on in our house. Yeah. All the time. Like um, what kind of music? All different kinds. Like literally all different kinds. If I was at my grandparents' house, they always had music on, which was like big band music. Mm. If I was at my house, my mom's into like heavy guitar Sounding things, which we'll talk about. Gangster rap. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so it was really hard to narrow down for me. Personally. Mm. How about you, Andrew? Yeah, I struggled with how it was like, I felt like it was really adjacent to an episode we did before, the teen angst one. Oh, yeah. So I thought about that too. I struggled to separate those mm-hmm. ideas. Because um, you were such an angry teenager. No. Um, <laughs> but like those two things were around. Like my most formative music, I think, was probably around that same, uh, that same time. time. Yeah. Um, you know, we we listened to music, um, and like my parents were very, um, like they had singles. Um, I still have like most of my mom's forty fives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like you know Lou Diamond Phillips singing La Bamba or <laughs> um, you know Dream On by Aerosmith. Like there's a wide range of things, but mm-hmm. they were always very like single related and so do your parents have overlapping music taste or there is very clear this is clearly mom music this is clearly dad music um i think it's a lot like me and ashley to be honest where my dad's musical taste is broad and fully encompasses my mom's Mm. musical taste Mm -hmm. um you know ashley and i share a lot of the same likes but my likes go far outside of where Mm -hmm. where she likes to sit um, which is not like a good or bad. It's just like the, uh, yeah, yeah. That fact. makes sense. Um, so mom's mom is very into like singles and pop kind of hits, um, Top from lots 40. of different genres, but like n- mainly like mm-hmm. she wants to hear the, like, um, the good stuff, the number one. Good. Um, yeah. So the, the radio friendly unit shifter, if you will, <laughs> in music terms, um, I don't know hey, what that means. There's no you. hate. Um, there's no hate because that shit is number one for a reason. Yeah, yeah. she's not the only one that likes it. So I'm gonna yeah. give Karen that one. No, like there's no, um, yeah, there's no complaint about that either. It's yeah. just like, so my formative music, I picked like one of the first albums, albums that I listened to all the way through and mm-hmm. still love to this day. Um, that Stacey. they showed you or that you no, that, found yourself? that we found on oh, our own. Oh, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that I stole and have my brother's copy of this. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> but, That's how it happens. Yeah, um, but he's not using it 
and I use it a lot. You'll um, never know. Stacy's gonna hate this. It Ooh, is fine. what it is. This is motorcycle drive by by Third Eye Blind. You're right. <laughs> Summertime and the wind is blowing outside And though it's Chelsea and I don't know What I'm doing in this city The sun is always in my eyes It crashes through the windows And I'm sleeping on the couch When I came to visit you That's when I knew That I could never have you I knew that before you did Still I'm the one who's stupid this burning like there's always been I've never been so alone and I've never been so alive On a motorcycle drive by The cigarette ash flies in your eyes And you don't mind You smile And say the world It doesn't fit with you I don't believe you You're so serene Careening through the universe Your axis on until You're guiltless and free I hope you take a piece of me with you Rise, 
the sun goes down in my eyes See this broken wave darkly coming to take me home And I've never been so alone And I've never been so alive Oh, well, Andrew getting his sea legs. On him. <laughs> I so I you were right to anticipate that I would hate that only because um at, like at the time that they came out the music industry was just like cookie cuttering out that same version of that band and so they're identical to a million bands that I had already heard. Mm-hmm. I never listened to them that much to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just have this like um I'm too cool asshole I have to dislike them because they're part of the cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my high praise for that is that I didn't dislike it. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, a fun story about them. My mom, when I was in middle school and high school, was an x-ray tech at a sports medicine clinic. Okay. And I think they were in Omaha playing. I mean, clearly, they're not hanging out in Omaha. They were there playing a show. And she came home that like one night and said, oh, there was someone famous in the clinic today. Um, three blind mice or something? Is that a thing? <laughs> and Mom. so yeah, nice. very cute. Why why were they just getting x rays? I think that he like one of them well, I don't know what mouse it was, which of the mice it was. <laughs> um, I think they fell off the stage or I something. Love that. Uh, yeah. Hurt, lightly hurt themselves and that had seems to fair. get an x ray. So um yeah, so I still love that album. Because mm-hmm. um, it feels good. It feels good. It's, yeah. I think it is actually good. Um, that The first and the second one, they had a different guitar player. So this guy, Kevin Cadigan, was in the band and wrote a bunch of stuff with them. Um, and so it, that album is the one with um, Semi-Charm Life, Jumper, mm-hmm. Graduate, mm-hmm. Um, Graduate. All the hits. Um, How's it going to be? And basically, I taught myself to play drums mm-hmm. with, from that album. Like, oh, that's that great. That is what I would like put on or listen to in the band hall there was like a drum kit set up and like they didn't teach us to play that they taught me to play like snare drum (laughs) it was limiting what I felt like I wanted to do was to play rock drums and I was playing paradiddles and like little band pieces so that album was very formative and Mm. I felt like it fit the fit the thing fit the assignment yeah, it's interesting how you took the assignment because um, when I read Formative, I at first thought the same thing and I was going to albums that I like very clearly remember listening to in like elementary school mm-hmm. as like music that I liked that like I didn't hear from my mom or something mm, like yeah. that. Um, but then... I decided that that wasn't like formative enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like I, Going hard. I wanted to take it like a step like back beyond that. Um, and as you know, it's like just me and my mom. She's a single mom, um, and I have these like really clear as day memories of she had this like six CD changer at our house yeah. and like surround surround sound music mm. uh, and. At full blast, <laughs> she would put on Santana, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, like just loud ass face melting. Music. I love it. I yeah, love it. yeah. And oh, Marco, I love it. So it would be like a Saturday or Sunday, and we would do all of our chores. 
Oh, okay. And yeah. music would be playing the whole time. Kind um, of a, a rock Mary Poppins type exactly. situation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And um, like she would do the meal prepping and all this stuff. And it's just this like really good memory that I have associated with music. I think she's why I love music so much. I have all of her old records, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really hard for me to narrow down what exactly, because she has a very wide range of music that she enjoys. Um, Motown, Cuban music, like literally the list goes on and on. Um, but I picked Santana just because they, for whatever reason, would always start that rotation. Okay. One of their albums would. Oh, like the cleaning day starts with Santana. It always started with Santana, at least in my memory. Um, and so this is off of their first album from 1969, Santana, the band Santana. Um, and I chose Persuasion. What was the chore oh, that you were doing? Question. All the chores. Well, I mean, like, do you have a specific one that, like, starting you point. started with? If you started with this record, yeah, yeah. Was it like you you dusted first? Or? Um, I think mine was probably like picking up all my toys was like my first thing. 
um, I remember <laughs> my mom would like grill a bunch of stuff. So there'd be like patio door open. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure the whole neighborhood heard our fucking music. <laughs> nice. It was so loud. Good. Um, laundry, floors, all of it, you know. Sweet. Just, yeah, little, I, little Becca picking up toys. To yeah, want, I wanted to like picture what you were doing <laughs> manically while that was going because like that's, yeah, like, yeah, there's a lot like it's really going and I could just imagine you like toy, 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 yeah, toy, yeah. toy. Because when I hear that, I'm it's very gritty and it's very mm-hmm. like um, 1970s New York City, walking down purposefully, walking mm-hmm. down the street, New York City, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it it like her music. Definitely shaped a lot about my taste. Yeah. You know, and kind of in a similar way that you're talking about, like, uh, your parents or your and Ashley's relationship. Like, I think I took what my mom brought to the table and then just expanded upon it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she knew about the things that she knew about, but like nothing really outside of that. And it really had no want to go beyond it. Um, so I took her love and then... That's there. great. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Um, so what are the six albums that you have in the CD changer now when you make <laughs> oh, Amelia yeah. and Joe pick yeah. up their toys? What do you do to um, rock Mary Poppins, your own children? Oh, God. I I wish I did it. I, I wish I did what my mom did. We haven't gotten there yet. I think that they're still too young. Um, and also, I'm a lot nicer about music than my mom was like I was not allowed to listen to kid shit when I was a kid I she was right (laughs) she she probably was Uh um like even even the music that she would put on when I was in a crib was the love and spoonful greatest hits album Mm, nice which I don't know if you've ever listened to it's not like baby sleepy time music (laughs) um but that was just her style Mm -hmm. So my kids get to listen to their bullshit Cocoa Melon. Don't do that. Well, you're breaking you can, them. You gotta. I will break them when they're a little bit older. Oh. oh. Well. It sounded, it sounded okay. like much more of a threat when you yeah. said it. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. It's gonna, I love you. Just kidding. It's going to be like a clockwork orange type situation. Yeah. You know, pin In their the ears open. No. Duct tape their headphones to their head and be like. You will listen to Santana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can, you can turn it off when you know the words. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucked up. Uh-huh. You're welcome. You can use that for free. Yeah. Okay, thanks. It's probably for the best that Stacey and I are Don't have children? Yeah, childless. Don't. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I'm uh I'm up. Um I hadn't actually thought much about uh, my parents and relation when I was like figuring out what I wanted. Uh, to pick for this, but my, let's see, my dad was very like, um, he had very weird taste in music. Um, there was a lot of Tijuana brass. Um, uh, but then like Johnny Cash and Fats Domino. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like all kinds of just weird, like Mancini. It it was very, I don't really understand a lot about that. (laughs) He liked a trumpet, it sounds like. Yeah, I guess. It sounds like it's very trumpet. trumpet. I played the trumpet. Interesting. (gasps) Ooh. Interesting. 
You never made that connection? Never made mm. that connection. I bet he forced you into yeah. it. <laughs> Did you have to play Spanish Flea? <laughs> over and over uh, again. Or that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun <laughs> yeah. bit from uh, Ring of Fire. Yeah, I had to wake him up with that. Oh. Now that you mentioned yeah. it, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I never connected that before. Yeah. But So my mom's musical taste, I was a little more um, Beach Boys and 50s kind of rock and roll poppy music. Um, and I have an older brother who was, you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what he really listened to. I don't know if he was just kind of a top 40 guy. He was pretty heavy metal, but everyone was really heavy metal in the eighties. Um, so, but this was the first album that I listened to that was really like me finding my own way. Um, and it is the band that I picked was the Violent Femmes, Mm. um, and I don't even know where, how I got my hands on the record, but one day a bootleg copy of it appeared on cassette, like in my, among my circle of friends, and we all kind of passed it around. Uh, it was just there one day, and it seemed like it had always just been there. And um, it was all of a sudden the only thing that anyone was listening to, and we all felt like very cool about it. The album... Violent Femmes album, Violent Femmes, came out in 1983, I think. And by the time I finally made its way to me on my little handwritten cassette copy of it, it was 91 or 90, 90 or 91. So I was 14 or 15, probably. And um, it, <laughs> the song cut off in the middle. Like I didn't even get the whole album. It was kind of cut <laughs> off in the middle. But it seems perfectly. Yeah. It seemed like the most underground thing. Mm. Um, and I really loved, I really loved that. And it was, uh, somehow this weird, like, um, barometer, uh, school barometer. So like everyone kind of, if you knew what the album, like that had all kinds of implications about your social standing at school. Oh, okay. It, It didn't matter if you liked it or not, but if it was something that you heard of, at least like that indicated a lot. Um, I don't know. I really liked this album. Um, and I just picked the, my favorite song from the album, and there's a xylophone in it, which is really fun. So the song that I picked is Gone Daddy Gone by the Violent Femmes.
surprised that that came out in the 80s i i guess because of how delayed i was into finding them i for whatever reason thought that it came out in the 90s that album wrong (laughs) apparently they definitely have a very like alt-rock grunge ethos to them though and so i get why you would think that because of for that reason and i think that they kind of like they would play they were playing blister in the sun and Mm -hmm. some of those songs that i think blister in the sun's on that first album um they were playing it on like the alt rock station when i Mm -hmm. around the time that you were saying you discovered them in the early 90s and like they would continue playing it through even though it was at that point 10 years old yeah so yeah there's something like we had that we had a very similar experience in high school of like discovering violent femmes and like getting into into that um what made me laugh the most, though, is when you were talking earlier about it being cut off. Yep. Um, this song was even was the one that, like, the tail end of it was cut off on uh, my copy. I I love that experience. Mine was whenever I would try and download something on Napster. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And either one of two things would happen. The song would be incomplete. It would cut off. Mm-hmm. Or every song was labeled as Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> and so you'd go to download this mm-hmm. song that you think is Blink-182, and then it turns out to be, I don't know, Nickelback or something <laughs> else. Um, which you, is that how I discovered the Ataris accidentally. Ah. It was labeled as Blink-182, and it was not. How did you figure out who it was instead? Um, I had this song that I was like, this isn't Blink-182, but I just kept it. Um, and I started, um, I like wrote down all of the lyrics and mm-hmm. so then I just started like looking for mm-hmm. other yeah. punk bands. I love the forensics and, of that. You can't you can't get to that naturally yeah. anymore, right? You gotta. Um, it's all at your fingertips. So yeah. I had to I had to dig a, a while before I discovered it was Atari's. Do you remember one of the first songs that you downloaded on Napster? Oh man, I remember mine. <laughs> um, I had a bootleg copy of another band that I thought about bringing which stacy would have hated more which was um counting crows um oh, yeah. so august and everything after yeah Ooh. and all t- like different versions of the songs so like anna begins one of the songs off that one was a cutoff that i remember mm. it played like three quarters of the song and then just stopped mm-hmm. um and then there was a live version of omaha which is on that one um but it's not a live album so it was just the <laughs> wrong song um so I do remember that pretty clearly. What about you? Wow, what was Mine your... was uh, Jimmy's Chicken Shack. 
and the song Primus? Do Right. Oh, um, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. No, the name of the band, the band is, is Jimmy Chicken Shack. Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Wow. <laughs> I like, really please want you guys on. to hear it. Yes, just please. Yeah, let's hilarious. hear it. Oh, you want to hear part of it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yes. Give it to us. We'll make the bed up straight. I always stay out late. I never take you out. That's what you're all about. I always smell like smoke. Everything's just a joke. I never look at you when you come hear me sing. These are not all of me. Many simple things you can learn wrong with me. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, Stacey's going to look that up later, I think. That's fun. Yeah, it's not bad. I've yeah. never heard that before. Me neither. <laughs> I, it's one of those things, I don't even know how I found it. Mm-hmm. Like, it somehow was an option, and I downloaded it. I never downloaded any music. Because you're a good person. Uh, I think it's more that I was in this weird window of, like, my parents had a home computer, mm-hmm. and I was a poor mm-hmm. in college. Like, I didn't have a computer in college. I went to the computer lab if I needed to type something up. Oh, my God. But I didn't have a computer in my apartment. Mm -hmm. Wild. So I didn't have access to anything to like... Yeah. I didn't get a computer until... How would you type papers? uh, At the computer lab at school. You'd have to go to the computer lab to do all your homework. Well, I mean, just to type papers. Or you'd you'd handwrite it ahead of time or typewriter it. Oh, my God. But then how do you do like last minute, two in the morning... I got to turn this in at eight. I mean, I don't know. I don't know uh, what to tell you. I wouldn't yeah. have survived. I just made it I work. I also lived with a girl for a while who had a computer, but I wasn't like, I wasn't recreationally using a computer. I was right. like yeah. using it, it for schoolwork and stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was, I was using our like parents' home computer. Same. I remember saving them before we had a CD burner. I would save the songs that I liked on a zip disc, which was like oh, a really fat yeah. floppy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That held like ten times as much as a regular floppy disk, but Which like holds like nothing. Yeah, it was like a hundred <laughs> megabytes was like the whole thing, so it could fit. I don't know, Two songs. maybe fifteen songs. I don't know, but memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the youth won't have that. They can just access them all whenever. Yeah. Good for them. Namely, by listening uh-huh. to this podcast. Oh, yeah. great! That's how we're going to wrap this back. up. Yes, really good, really strong. So. Thank you for listening. We were excited to have you listen, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yep. Is a way to say things. Me too. A really um, good closure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, transitioned well and then didn't stick the landing. Um, Happens to us all. Check out our website, used to be cool, podcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, utbc.podcast. And if you own the music, don't sue us because we just want people to listen to you. Okay, bye. Yeah. See you next time. I think I got that weird cat yawn on. (laughs) Great. Great.